Oh my god, not you guys again. I'm only joking, of course. Welcome back to another episode of the Love to Learn English podcast. My name is Rich, and in today's episode, I will be speaking with indie rock and roll star Jack Perrett, and we will be talking about one of his main influences, Oasis. Oasis were a band from Manchester, and you probably know them from such hits as Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, and Live Forever. So, let's get on with the show. Hey, Jack. Hello, Richards. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. So, we're going to start today just by defining the word oasis. So, what is an oasis? Uh, I think an oasis is a if you're in a desert and there's a large hole and it's got water in it, am I right? Yeah, so a, an oasis is a place in a desert in an environment where everything's sand. Okay. And you've got a small place, generally small, um, where there is water, where there are plants, food. So it's it's a bit of life in a place where there is no other life. Right, okay. Basically. Right. Um, so yeah, that's what the band name means that's what oasis means i think it's actually quite a powerful name mm. when you think about that in, yeah in the context of, of the band yeah well I, th- i think the bands actually got the name i think they just got it off a poster i think the the oasis was a leisure center in swindon in, which, ah, is in, okay. which is in the <laughs> united kingdom so i think they just took it from that but there's a lot i think the word oasis guy used quite a lot in the uk this is a drink in the uk called oasis isn't there Yeah, there's a fruit drink. There's a lot of there's a few taxi companies called Oasis. Yeah. I think there's a kebab shop. Kebab shops. So <laughs> I think there's a clothing shop called Oasis as well. I might be wrong. Yeah. I think there is. So it's, it's a popular branding yeah. name, I think, in general. But yeah, the name for the band I guess comes from from that. It has quite a nice a nice image. Um we're going to talk a bit about the band's background. Um we'll start with Liam and Noel's background so they were born in manchester right yeah born in manchester in a place called burnage i believe um but i think they've got i think their mum and their dad were from ireland i think they were from ireland so um but they yeah i think they were really influenced by the music coming out of manchester especially noel yeah i think liam sort of got into the music later on and those would be bands like stone roses stone roses happy mondays the smiths Yeah. Uh, the Buzzcocks as well from Manchester. So there's quite a lot of bands. Yeah, Manchester has a very um, Manchester sound as well. Yeah. It sounds very unique. It's very unlike any other city for music. Yeah, I think, I think so. It's when they've got sort of that rivalry as well, not just in sport with, with Liverpool. Manchester and Liverpool got that rivalry in music as mm-hmm. well. Rivalry is when two sides or two teams have a competition. Yeah, they sort of right? compete competing against each other yeah for the same yeah the same price so in football it might be manchester city manchester united yeah. or liverpool yeah um but yeah they had a lot of rivalry competition between mm. the bands in manchester at the time as well um what was it like for them growing up in manchester because manchester back then was not the nicest of cities right no i think it's i think it's still pretty gray there now i think it rains a lot in manchester right so yeah it is apparently so um But I think they had quite a, just a very working class upbringing. Um, I think they left they left their dad because he was quite abusive to them when they were children and quite abusive to uh, their mother as well. So I think they moved, they stayed in Manchester but moved house. Yeah. 
Um, and then I think when they were about 16, 17, then they started getting really interested in the music. Yeah, and they obviously had a lot of self-belief. Um, Liam actually, I think, was in a band first, right? Yeah, so the original name of Oasis was called The Rain. Yeah, which is good for Manchester, because yeah. <laughs> it rains a lot. Um, and then uh, Noel joined later. He was actually working as a guitar technician or sound technician. Yeah, for a band called the Inspiral Carpets, who were also from Manchester. Yeah, and then so he, and then he joined The Rain, which was the original band, um, under one condition, and that was that he would control everything <laughs> yeah apparently so i think he i think that was the the myth at the start that he was the in control and he was the boss and all but i think later on i think at the in the earlier days i think it was sort of quite mutual but i think then as time has gone on yeah i, th I think he is more of a more of a dictator now i don't know a dictator so a dictator is like a, a person with ultimate power right yeah. no one gets to... yeah this seems quite a strong word because it makes him sound evil but yeah you know, like just... hitler was a dictator yeah, he's not, mm -hmm. but noel gallagher's not, not hitler so. no <laughs> <laughs> but he was so yeah he was the person who was sort of in charge any questions would get diverted to noel in charge meaning in control, in control meaning he yeah. was the, the boss yeah. the leader yeah um yeah so noel joined um obviously they changed the name to oasis I think they spent a, about a year of intense rehearsals uh, or on intense rehearsals, meaning practice yeah. in Manchester before they started playing shows and getting some success. So they were one of a number of bands at the time um, who were part of what they called Britpop. That yeah. was like a genre. As they got bigger, yeah. So there were other bands called, one called Blur, another called Suede who were also very popular mm. in this kind of 90s British music scene. Um, although I think those bands are all quite different from each other. Maybe they just have the time they yeah, were around in common. I think the media obviously played up to that. So of Oasis being a working class bands from Manchester, and then you have Blur, who were sort of middle class from London or Essex. Yeah, so there was a big rivalry there's a, there's or a big rivalry. competition actually yeah. between blur and and uh, oasis and uh yeah they said some not very nice things yeah. about each other at different yeah, they, points they did. In, i think, I the think they've made up now yeah now they're friendly i think they have moved on since then uh but at the time it was something journalists like to write about a lot yeah. i guess it was kind of fun yeah to have I that in so. music as well like people choosing sides it was a bit the same when you had the beatles and the rolling stones yeah. the beatles were more pop yeah um at the time the beatles were kind of producing music that your mum would like yeah. the rolling stones were a bit more rebellious lads, a bit more yeah. adventurous lads meaning guys yes, right yeah um okay so noel joins eventually after some practice they released definitely maybe um definitely maybe was an instant hit hit again meaning like yeah, a, a popular song it was i think it was the best-selling debut album of all time in the uk yeah which i mean considering how many great artists the uk has produced that's actually quite yeah an achievement to yeah to produce that for to get those album that number of album sales on a first album is really quite amazing so do you remember some of the tracks on this um... yeah so uh, 
love definitely maybe so um probably the more well-known tracks are probably one like live forever which is probably the most well-known one off that album i would say which um i believe noel wrote that song when he was working on a building site and he apparently i seen an interview he said he he actually broke his leg or broke his foot so he couldn't he was doing sort of light duties in work so he had his guitar with him and he sort of wrote that song there apparently so like duties meaning light work making yeah. tea so he's yeah coffee. basically he's, he's he's in work but he's not doing the full he's not putting the full shift in so to speak yeah full shift being the period that you're in work yeah. for so you yeah. might have a nine to five shift yeah for example yeah um yeah and I, i've also heard that that song was written kind of in answer to a lot of the american music at the time um so of course in the 90s you had bands like nirvana although maybe that would have been before nirvana when he wrote that probably um, maybe yes or, or maybe around yeah, the same time the same but time, yeah. um a lot of those bands were not i don't want to say negative but dark yeah a lot more dark um and they had there was an attraction to death in the music uh, they talked about wanting to die and yeah. other things and he thought no i want to yeah. live forever and go the opposite direction yeah, I've got that. I've seen that. Yeah, that's what he said in an interview. Yeah, although the song lyrics don't make a lot of sense, no. other than no, <laughs> that one. No, they don't. But I don't know. I I suppose the meaning in the last in the last two lines of the song, you know, we'll yeah. see things they'll never see. You and I yeah. are going to live forever. I suppose that carries that carries the message. I think that's an interesting thing with lyrics in general is that they're they're very open, right? It's, it's, yeah, if it's art. The meaning is not obvious. Yeah, I, um, in that always. song, my, my favorite, my favorite lines were always, "Maybe I will never be." What's it? Maybe I will never be the things that I just whatever. It, maybe I'll never be the things I want to be. Yeah. Now is not the time to cry. Now is the time to find out why. Do you know what I mean so? That's to me. I sort of see that saying. I need to work hard. I need to find out why why I'm not going to become what I want to become. And then I need to do something about it. I need to work hard to make sure I do. That's what I take that's out. What you that's get what you get from that's that. That's what I take out of those lyrics, yeah. Yeah, um, but that's the great thing about songs is that it can mean so many different things and to different people. And I think Oasis's songs definitely do that. Okay, so I think we should go to the next album which was What's the Story, Morning Glory. Now, this was a huge success internationally. Yeah. It took them to the Americans. Yeah. Um, I think, what, yeah, like you said, definitely maybe it was sort of, it was the biggest uh, debut selling album in, in the UK, but then Morning Glory, when that was reached, that sort of opened the horizons to the, the entire world, really. They were getting, like you said, bigger in America, bigger in South America as well yeah huge they actually have a big following in brazil yeah um and argentina i believe argentina as well yeah Yeah, so uh, unusual for a british band in modern times to get that big everywhere Hmm. um however it was during this period that they started fighting a lot both liam and Noel. so yeah there was a lot of uh talk in the media and in the press about their fighting um, although we won't talk too much about that because, no. <laughs> you know, we like Oasis. Yeah. So um, 
What's the story? Morning Glory had a number of great songs on there. What was your favorite from that album? Uh, it, it, it could change on a daily basis, but today my favorite song on that album is probably uh, Champagne Supernova, I would say. Champagne Supernova. Okay, so just to go back there, so daily basis means every day. Yeah. So if something happens on a daily basis, yeah, happens every day. Um, so Champagne Supernova probably should explain that song title. So sh- do you know what a do you know what a Champagne Supernova is? I don't. I I, I know what uh, Champagne is. Champagne is a is a drink, an alcoholic drink that you might have if you're celebrating. So, for example, a birthday or a wedding, people like to drink champagne or Christmas time. Uh, a supernova is something to do is something to do with astronomy, if I believe. Yeah, so it's to do with stars. So it's when a star explodes, I think, basically. Um, so it's yeah, when a star explodes. Um, so I assume he's just put those two words together. Just put them two together, yeah. So I think it's just the color of uh, a star exploding. Yeah, perhaps he was drinking too much champagne when he wrote that. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a champagne supernova would be a good name for a cocktail. Yeah. I think, Yeah, actually. Um, okay, so then they had a number of other albums after that. Um, they kept going for quite a while. Yeah. Um, should we cover some of the other albums? Maybe we can just pick one yes. of your, your so- favorites. Um, but I think Be Here Now was was the next one after yep, Morning Glory. Right. So I think it was released in like 1997 or 98. Um, and that was, again, that was a massive success. But I, th- I think it was a big success because of the success of the previous two albums. Yeah, it was more, not as... More yeah. so than it was uh, a, br- a brilliant album. I, I like the album, but pe- I think it divided a lot of people. For me, the songs on the album are good but they're much better live because yeah. on the album, they're very long. They are long. Yeah. So very I think trebly as well. Not much bass in there. Yeah. Any other bass at all. Yeah. I did find that a bit. Um, I do like the live versions of that album. There was another album at that time as well, which is full of B sides. So I should explain what a B side is. When you used to buy records, you used to have two sides to the disc. Yeah. Um, so you'd have an A side with the single with the main song and a B side, which was like just a random song. Yeah. Um, but they actually released this album, the master plan, which was full of B sides, but it's an incredible album. Yeah. It's better than, in my opinion, better than be here now. Oh yeah, for sure. If if you haven't listened to the, to the master plan by Oasis, please give it a listen because there's so many great songs on there and it's amazing that the songs that they didn't use yeah. were better than most yeah. bands well, that actual could have been, that should have been the third album I think instead yeah, of Be Here Now I think so too um, so they moved on to a number of other um, albums one of the original members Bonehead <laughs> yeah. uh, left at that point they got some other guitarists in I think uh, Gwigsy the bassist left as well the same time. yeah he left around that period too um so they had a number of albums after that so they released familiar to millions which was a live album at the old wembley stadium in london yeah um and then they released heathen chemistry in about 2002 i think which featured songs like stop crying your heart out and little by little it was actually the first time liam featured on an oasis album songbird was as well 
Oh no, actually, I think he released Little James on um, ah, no, he on did, the show yeah. the Giants, which wasn't great to be fair. All right. Songbird, yeah, I forgot that album. After, yeah. yeah, so Songbird, maybe some, maybe Songbird was his first single then. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was a single. I'm pretty so sure. Little James was a piano track, if I remember. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's piano on it, but it's it's a it won the single. Wasn't a single, so that was his first um, single. Um. So maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, the end of the band. Do you know when they broke up? Uh, 2009, I think it was. 2009. Um, so neither one of the main two members, Liam Gallagher or Noel Gallagher, have been very quiet. They've still, they've both had now their successful solo careers, meaning careers by themselves. Uh, Liam started his own band, BDI, but he actually stopped doing that band and now he's a solo artist just yeah. as Liam Gallagher. Yeah. Um last year I think he had did he have a number one? He's had two number one albums, yeah. He's released, two number he's, one he's albums. Two number one albums. Yeah. Um how's Noel doing? Um uh, he's had number one I think his all of his albums have gone to number one. I might be wrong there, but he's doing well as well. They both they're well. both doing mm-hmm. very well for themselves. Yeah, Noel's playing with a band though, isn't he? Yeah. High, so Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, yeah. Yeah, and Liam's just by himself. Um, okay, so I'm going to push you for a, an answer here to finish today. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering, who do you think's better, uh, Liam or Noel? It depends at what at singing at, at as a as a performer as a live performer. I would say Liam. Yeah, obviously it's obvious. Really, as a songwriter, Noel. Yeah, but I think if you ask me, who would I rather go and watch live now? It's probably Noel, to be honest. Noel. Yeah, I think mm. it's just his voice. Where I think Liam's voice has deteriorated over the years, Noel's has got a lot better. What do you mean by deteriorate? So got, How do you say that word? Dete- <laughs> deteriorate. So it's got a lot. It's got worse. It's got worse. Yeah. Perfect. Um, all right. So thanks so much for doing this again, and I hope to see you soon, Jack. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Richard. Thanks once again for listening to the Love to Learn English podcast. If you really want to help us grow, you can go to the Love to Learn English website, lovetolearnenglish.com, where you can find full transcripts with tips and vocabulary to help you speak English the way it is spoken on the streets. In addition, make sure that you leave us a rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. Thanks again, guys. See you in the next one.